Today, we are going to talk about what are you truly craving for, so stay tuned. Welcome to Embody Your Best Life. This is the place where we're going to clarify everything that you no longer need to truly release everything that is weighing you down to be able to shine bright and create your amazing goals. My name is Dina Marabi. I am a business and body balance coach, and you are going to be receiving in all these episodes proven scientific and successful ways to help you get unstuck and actually make things happen. And I'm so excited to have you here. And let's get started with today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to talk about your cravings. We all have moments of cravings and very often we try to jump on a diet, on a plan or restricting that food because we are trying to bring that mind over matter type of concept. But today I'm going to clarify for you why your cravings are not only about the food. They are not only about a lack of willpower or a lack of motivation or being food addicted. There are so many reasons why the human body and the human mind has cravings. And today I'm going to really put all the cards on the table to make sure that you have clear information. And as well, I'm going to give you my top tips to help you start bringing down your cravings in a natural and a healthy way. So I love talking about cravings because this is a thing that we try to banish, but it's part of human life. We will have cravings around food, but very often we see it as a lack of power and that we should never crave like chocolate or fries or carbs and so on. But the more, remember, the more that we're banning certain foods, the more we give them that power, the more they're going to have power over us and we're going to be overeating and binge eating those foods. So today I really want us to start with a clean slate, better understanding where cravings are coming from and as well your starting steps to help you better understand the cause and as well the starting steps to help you better bring down those cravings if they are for the reasons that I'm going to be talking about today. So when you look at cravings, okay, this is a human thing that we all have in common. Cravings are caused by the regions of the brain that actually are responsible for memory, pleasure, and reward. So there is that memory, pleasure, and reward of craving certain foods. We might sometimes talk about soul foods. When we're a bit in a situation and we miss maybe our parents, we are going for maybe a certain food to bring memories back of our childhood, for example. There's also the concept of pleasure, of food being yummy, of it it being an enjoyable moment. And linked to that as well is that reward, right? I had a good day, I did this good, or I deserve this then we go for that. And this is when we often talk about cravings. These are the ones we keep talking about. We keep talking about cravings for pleasure, cravings for reward. We need to rewire our habits. But today I'm going to share with you different reasons why your cravings have nothing to do with memory, have nothing to do with pleasure, and have nothing to do with reward. Because there is very often a physical reason for that craving. So number one, 
the number one thing that you want to look in terms of cravings is that there are very often moments that there's an imbalance in your hormones. We talk often about serotonin. That's the happy hormone. So when we have an imbalance of serotonin and low serotonin levels that can be related to maybe a high stress state or being depressed or being anxious, any moment where we're not feeling good, we have low serotonin. And very often this is a biochemical function in your brain. This is very often sometimes genetic or environmental. So when we have that low hormonal serotonin level, the body wants to bring it back up. And one easy way to bring serotonin levels up is through food, is through carbs, it is through sugar. The best way to boost your mood is with the carbs, is with the sugar. So if you want to take a step back with this and saying, okay, there is a hormonal imbalance that can actually lead me to want to crave more food. And the craving is so strong because we don't want to be in this down state. We don't want to be in this depressed state. We want to have a pick-me-up. And food very often is a pick-me-up. So if you are suffering with a difficult time or mild or light or severe depression and you have more cravings, there is something there that we want to go for, understand more, talk with your doctor, with your psychiatrist, with your psychologist, because we might need to adjust the food patterns because there is a way actually to eat for our mental health and as well to see if the medication is working yes or no if we are on medication. So you see, it's not about a lack of willpower when we look at your hormone level. This is a biological, you know, neurotransmitter thing happening that low serotonin equals an increase of your cravings. So no matter how much you're going to be saying, no, I should not be eating that food. No, I need to restrict it. When your serotonin is low, your body's going to say, craving, give me that little boost. And sugar is that thing. There's also a second thing when we look about hormonal changes is endorphins. Endorphin is something that we talk very often with training, with fitness, like the happy hormones, like you're training and you have a release of endorphins. So this is very similar to what I talked about serotonin, which means that when we start eating something, we do have a physical release of endorphins. And we like that little high. We like that little boost and we want to maintain it. So we keep eating, eating, eating to keep releasing those endorphins. This is where we're talking about that food is creating a mirror effect like, like addiction. Because we're going to keep that for another episode. We're talking about like food addiction, physical addiction, emotional addiction. But this is where we see that link between food addiction mirroring the other types of addiction, that you're having that food, it releases those endorphins, and you're like, I want more of that. So you keep eating and eating and eating. This as well is very similar to the serotonin. If you have low endorphin levels, if you don't have other activities around you giving you that boost of endorphins, and that's going to be in one of the tips I'm going to be talking about, you are going to want to go catch that high that you get after eating. So take a step back. Think about this. Do kind of like a, a daily review, a weekly review. Do you feel that? Do you feel sometimes you're down and you go over that food? Do you ever feel when you start eating, it opens up the door and you're like, oh my God, this feels so good. I need to eat more. 
And there are a third thing that I want to talk about. And I talk about that very often, which I talk about first world malnourishment. Okay. Cravings are also a way for your body to tell you you are lacking nutrients. Your body is such a smart machine. It knows what it needs. It knows what it's missing. It sends you all the signals, but very often we don't hear them. We don't listen to it if we've done a few diets in our past. So think about that. When your body is lacking a nutrient, it will send signals to your body, to your brain, that something is missing. It's going to increase your cravings and it's going to increase your hunger. This is physiological. So if you're always on a yo-yo diet or you're restricting or you're going vegan or you're not used to being vegan, all these can actually create first world malnourishment, which means that you are lacking nutrients even though you are eating. And this will cause an increased craving because your body's telling you something is missing. So you see, this is another, a third example that your cravings means that something inside is not doing good. Something is missing. And your body is trying to send the signals to fill that gap in your nutrients. And when you look at all that, the aim is to say, okay, we might have cravings because of reward, of pleasure. We have cravings for, you know, stress, boredom. We do have those. And those are very often what we say are selective cravings. You have a craving for chocolate. It's like selective. It's like your favorite food, right? But then sometimes you might have a non-selective type of craving. You just need to eat. You feel like you just need to eat something. You're like, I, I just need to eat. I need to fill up something. You're not sure what's missing, but you just need to eat, eat, eat. That's a non-selective type of cravings. And when we look at somebody who's struggling with yo-yo dieting, with emotional eating, stress eating, binge eating, there will be selective and non-selective cravings. Because we are having that pain and reward factor with food. We are going to go specific for the foods that were banned from our diet or from whatever our family, environment, society told us. But as well, when we're always going on a diet and off a diet and completely off track with what the body really needs in terms of nourishment, we are very often suffering from first world malnourishment. We are not nutrient-packed in our body, we're missing a lot of stuff. And when you're on and off on a diet, it actually plays with your serotonin levels. So again, there, there's a reason why you're craving the carbs. And as well, when you're so exhausted and depressed from doing a diet, and then you have that endorphin release, that happiness release after you start eating, it is hard to stop eating. So you really want to look at cravings as a sign that something on the inside that you cannot see is telling you something is off. Is it your serotonin? Is it the endorphin? Is it the lack of nutrients? Is it the lack of pleasure in your life? Is it boredom? Is it, it's so many things, right? It is not just a lack of willpower when we have a craving. Very often, and in my clients, 75% of the reasons why they're cravings are those hormonal neurotransmitter, and nutrient-deficient reasons. And when we're able to heal those naturally, then you're going to see, like, we're going to be so clear at better understanding what is that left 
in terms of the pleasure, the reward, the memory, because to say we want to live a life without cravings, it's like saying you're going to live a life without eating. Food is good. Food is yummy. Food is an experience. Food is meant to be pleasurable, but we want it to be food as nourishment, as pleasurable, and that's it. It's not more than that. We don't want it to be a coping mechanism. We don't want it to be something that we use to run away from certain things. We don't want it to be something where we're stuffing down an emotion we're not ready to deal with. We don't want it to be something to actually dissociate ourselves from the society and our friends and our family and our relationships. That's stuff we need to work on. But to say, I have a craving, then you're human. It's normal. It's how can we heal the hormonal, the neurotransmitter, the lack of nutrients. This is where the work comes in. And then things become so much clearer. So I would love to know which one of these resonate with you because these are honestly amazing information that no one is talking about. And it's created so much clarity for my clients, for my audience, for my community to understand that cravings are normal. Cravings are a sign that there's something lacking, something that is off balance. And by treating that, we treat the cravings. So before I let you go, I want to give you some amazing pointers to help you clean up the physical things around your craving so that you can bring more to light what is still left to deal with, to work with, to treat regarding the coping mechanism, the reward, the pain, pleasure path. So number one with your cravings, you want to increase your water intake. (laughs) Now, I am not saying go and just drink, drink, drink every time you have a craving, but in the brain, did you know that your thirst and your hunger signals are really close together and they get confused? So sometimes you might be craving something. Again, you're lacking a nutrient, but you're actually lacking water. Do you see how that concept is like so close together? So just make sure you have the minimum amount of water you need per day, depending on your health. It can be between 1.5 liter up to 3 liters per day spread out throughout the day. So this is going to be the number one. Make sure you're well and hydrated. Number two, sleep is vital. Deep sleep, 7 to 9 hours, depending what is good for you, is very important because a lack of sleep creates that hormonal imbalance that we talked about that leads you to overeat and to gain weight. So sleep actually is a big happy hormone booster. And when you're lacking sleep, you will be craving more the carbs, the sugar, to help you rebalance your hormones. Number three, we talked about endorphins, the happy hormones. We need to talk about fitness. We need to talk about moving the body. If throughout the day you don't have an activity that boosts your endorphin levels, your happy hormones, you are going to end up eating more to bring that endorphin level up. So any type of movement that gives you a little bit of cardio, a little bit of a heart rate is going to help you boost your happy hormones. Now as well, we cannot get away from this balanced eating. You need to make sure that you have Everything covered in your bases, you make sure you consult with a dietitian to make sure everything is nice in terms of your balance, your nutrients, because 
You want to make sure that you are not under eating certain nutrients that will just keep you craving more food. And this is a big one. No matter what you're going through, no matter how old you are, I want you to promise me one thing. I want you to promise me that you are going to get a medical checkup. Yes? Yes. <laughs> we need to have a medical checkup. Every two years, every three years, depending in terms of your age category, you do need to talk to your family doctor because here are certain health conditions that you need to be aware of that will cause your cravings to be all over the place. Number one is thyroid dysfunction. Number two is diabetes or suffering from hypoglycemia. Number three, having blood pressure issues. Number four, PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. So anything with your fertility, you want to test that. And as well, in terms of mental health, if you're struggling with depression, with high anxiety and high stress, you do want to consult for that. But this is very important because we do not feel, we're not connected to what is our thyroid being off. We're not always connected to are we pre-diabetic? We are not always connected to PCOS, to our blood pressure. The easiest way to take out the overwhelm of that for you is to go get a complete medical checkup. This I ask from all my clients when we start working together because we need to know what we're working with. We need to make sure that we are putting our effort on the right path because otherwise you're going to be spending a lot of time, a lot of money trying to fix something by actually not having the whole picture. So please, when you're done with this podcast, <laughs> call your doctor, get a checkup. Let's see what is happening. That is for everybody. You don't need to wait until you don't feel good. You need to start your first checkup when you're 18, 20 years old, and then you need to do them every four, every few years, depending on what your doctor says. But you need to know where your health stands so that you know what you need to heal and take care of. So you see cravings. It's not just about just craving a chocolate and saying, I'm not going to have that chocolate. It's taking a step back and saying, huh, is there a pattern to my craving? Am I seeking that enjoyment like with serotonin boost, endorphin boost? Do I feel like maybe there's something else that's missing lack of nutrients? Because if you do not get a medical test, we're not sure exactly where everything is, but I really want you to take a step back and saying, let's analyze, let's really be an investigator of our cravings. And the reason why, like, this is so important because I do this with all my clients. Your cravings are showing that something is off. Not that something is bad. It's not that you're lacking willpower. Cravings is a sign that there's something we need to help. There's something that is missing. There's something that your body and your mind is telling us that it needs. We need to investigate that. We need to actually heal that. And you'll see your cravings will actually like crash in a certain way. You'll have them once in a while because ah, food is good. <laughs> we are going to have those cravings. But it's not going to be daily. It's not going to be like you're going to have to put all your willpower not to eat that food. You're just not going to eat it because you're not craving it anymore. Because you fixed the root cause of what's happening. 
This is how fun it is. This process of discovering the cravings, of realigning your body and mind, and helping you nourish your body properly. Sleep, hydration, fitness, we talk about about all that. But remember, hormonal imbalance is a big thing. That's why medical checkup is going to be my first go-to for you today. If you haven't done that in a few years, very important to go get that done with your general doctor. So I would love to know. Share with me. How did you find this podcast? How did you find this episode? What do you think about those cravings? You can connect with me, connect with me through Instagram, through Facebook. I love to know the breakthroughs that you have through this. And if ever there's any other topic you want me to dive into, do not hesitate to send me a message. I'd be more than happy to do an episode about a topic that is dear to your heart. So on that note, go on, get your medical checkup. I am so excited to know how this has created breakthroughs in your life. Dina Maraby here, and I will see you, I will talk to you in the next episode. If you are loving this content and you want more, do not hesitate to follow me over on social media at Dina Maraby and as well over on my website, dinamaraby.com. And as well, I have an amazing gift for you. I would truly be grateful for you to share an amazing review right here about this podcast to inspire others to tune in and to change their life. And by sharing your amazing review, do not forget to screenshot it before you send it. Email it to us, info at dinamary.com, and I have amazing guided meditations to send to you that will truly transform your life. So I cannot wait to connect with you, and I will see you in the next episode.